Story and a song, story and a song, words and music, they belong. Story and a song, story and a song, hope that you will sing along. Kia ora, I'm Tanya Bad. And I'm Peter Forster. And we'd like to welcome you to A Story and a Song, a storytelling podcast for children from the Batcave. Koto. Thank you for joining us again. Oh boy, hey, you look different, Tanya. You think so? Yeah. Has something happened to you? Well, I just had another birthday. Oh. oh! We better sing the song. Oh yeah, I like this song. <laughs> Here we go again. Okay. <laughs> Didn't we sing happy birthday just the other day? We did, because it was the... Batcave's birthday was oh, one yeah. year old. Are you one? No, I'm lots of ones added up. Yeah, to quite a few ones. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like how many? Oh, maybe we should have a, a, a guessing competition. How many ones added um, up? More than 10? More than 10. More than 10? More than 20? Yep, more than 20. More than 40? Yep. Fifty-two. Whoa! That's a lot of ones. <laughs> oh, you're going to sing that song, are you? Yeah, Pete and I are going to sing for you. Are you ready? Here we Here we go. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Tanya. Happy birthday to you. Oh, thanks, Pete and Batlam. <laughs> couldn't go by without singing you happy birthday. Yeah, I love having songs sung to me. Do you know when I was a little girl, my dad used to sing me lots of songs and tell me stories. I think that's why I like telling stories so much. Oh, yeah, it's really nice when people sing songs and stories to you, especially when you're going to sleep. Oh, yeah, it's the best time, isn't it? He, he had one song that I can't, I can't remember all of it, but I can just remember a little bit of it. And it goes a bit like, um, like this. Strawberries, cherries, and an angel's kiss in spring. My summer wine is really made from all these things. Well, I don't much like wine, but I like strawberries. <laughs> yeah, I like strawberries too, and it's actually strawberry time of year. That's what one of the nice things I like about having a birthday in spring. You get to have strawberries, fresh strawberries out of the garden. <gasps> they taste like nothing else. Oh, everything loves strawberries, don't they? Yeah, everything and everyone. Slugs love strawberries, birds love strawberries, lambs love strawberries. Yeah, and Tanya and Pete love strawberries as well. I wonder if anyone knows where strawberries might have originally come from. Um, strawberry land? (laughs) (laughs) That was a good guess, Bat Lamb. Yeah, strawberry Um, land. But strawberry lamb actually was somewhere here on our earth. Ah, well, there are lots of berries, especially up in Sweden where Pete used to live. What were your berries called that you used to pick up there? Oh, we did blueberries and halon and... Mm. What's that jam that you really like? Lingon. Oh, the lingon berries. Yeah, they're like cranberries. 
Yeah, so there are lots of different kinds of berries in different parts of the world, but the strawberries, the little heart-shaped berries that we love, originally came from North America. Oh, wow, gee, you learn something new every day, don't you? Yeah. In fact, the Cherokee, who are First Nations Indigenous North Americans, they have a story all about the very first strawberry. Oh, can I hear it? Oh, yeah, I can tell it to you. It's probably the second best thing to eating a strawberry, hearing a story about one. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'll sit here quietly and listen while you tell me a story about strawberries. And then do you think we can eat some afterwards? We might. So this story starts long, long long ago. There lived first man and first woman. And as you might guess from their names, they were the very first man and the very first woman. And they lived together. And they spent their days having lots of wonderful adventures in the forest, following the river, Climbing the hills and mountains, finding food, exploring, and at night sitting together by the fire. But, just like all the other people who were to follow First Man and First Woman do occasionally, one day First Man and First Woman had an argument. I'm sure you might have all had an argument before. Sometimes they can be very big arguments about important things and sometimes you don't even know why you're arguing. But first man and first woman, they had a really big argument and they both got so mad at each other. First woman was so mad that she wrapped her anger around her like a cloak and she said, I'm leaving. And she stormed off. And first man was left sitting alone by the fire. And first he thought, good, good riddance to her. She was just a big nuisance anyway, always telling me what to do. Yeah, I'm glad she's gone. I'm going to eat exactly what I want to eat. I'm going to do exactly what I want to do when I want to do it. I'm going to have a much better time without her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And so, first man, for the next few hours, he did exactly what he pleased. In fact, all day. And I guess if Pete had been first man, well, he might have lay around and read books about aeroplanes and... Eating eat, chocolate. Eating chocolate, yeah. And that night he went to sleep, but the next morning when he woke up, he had a kind of empty feeling inside him. And at first he mistook it for hunger. He thought, I'm going to make myself a really big breakfast. And again, if that first man had been Peter, it probably would have been pancakes. Oh, maple syrup. Mmm, lots of pancakes. And although he ate lots and lots of pancakes, well, he still had an empty feeling inside of him. And he started thinking about first woman. And he realised that that empty feeling was a kind of sadness. 
And as he sat there by the fire, thinking about First Woman, Grandmother's son, of course, was travelling across the sky and she looked down and she saw First Man sitting there all by himself and she called out, Hey, First Man, why are you sitting there all alone? Where is First Woman? She's gone, said First Man, looking down at the ground. Gone? Where's she gone? I don't know. And I don't care, said First Man. Oh, said Grandmother's son. And she climbed higher into the sky. I can't see her anywhere nearby. Are you okay? Called Grandmother's son. And First Man looked up into the face of Grandmother's son. And when you look into the face of Grandmother's son, you cannot lie. And first man said, First woman and I, we had a really big argument. And she was so angry that she left. And I don't know where she's gone. But she's probably never going to come back. And a tear rolled down his cheek. Well, of course, from high up in the sky, Grandmother's son can see everything. And she stretched her gaze out across the land. And who did she spy? Walking with her anger wrapped around her like a cloak. But first woman. Oh, I see her, said Grandmother's son. I see her, first man. You know. If you ran very fast, you might be able to catch her. No, said First Man. I'll never be able to catch her, and she probably doesn't want to see me anyway. I tell you what, First Man. If you run after her, I will help you. Wouldn't you like to see First Woman again? And First Man nodded his head. And he jumped to his feet. And he started to run. And he ran and he ran and he ran and he ran as fast as he could. But of course, First Woman was a long way ahead. And Grandma's son, she looked down and she thought, how could she slow First Woman down? And so first she shone down with all her strength beating down on First Woman's head and shoulders. Sometimes when you are angry, you don't notice anything else around you. But that was First Woman. She was angry. And so she did not feel the heat of the sun. She kept on walking. Hmm, thought Grandmother's son. And then she had an idea. She called forth little green vines that sprouted from the earth under First Woman's feet. And on those little green vines grew little white flowers with yellow centers. And as Grandmother's warmth shone down on those white flowers, they ripened into little red heart-shaped fruits. 
and his first woman stepped on those little red heart-shaped fruits. The very first strawberries. She crushed them, and the sweet smell of strawberries rose up into the air, and for the first time in hours, she was distracted from her anger. that delicious smell, she thought. And she looked down on the ground and there under her feet were many, many strawberry plants with beautiful red heart-shaped fruits. And she reached down and she plucked one of them and she put them in her mouth and mmm, taste was delicious. And she picked another and another. She'd never tasted something so sweet and juicy before. And the sweetness of that fruit made her remember something. The sweetness of all those happy times that she had spent with first man. And her anger fell away from her completely to the ground and she fell to her hands and knees and she started to gather up the fruit with one thought and one thought only that she would take that fruit back and she would share it with first man and how much the two of them would enjoy sharing these delicious red juicy heart-shaped fruits and now with her hands and pockets full She stood up and she turned and she began to make her way back to their camp when who did she see running towards her but first man. And when the two of them met each other again, they gave each other a great big hug and they shared those strawberries. And I can't say that they never argued again. But I can tell you that every time that they argued and they took time to listen, to reflect and to make it up to each other, that their love grew as sweet and as delicious as a strawberry. Ah, that was romantic. It is a romantic story, isn't it? But it's a romantic story with a little bit of wisdom in it. Oh, hey, Pete. Yeah? I I noticed that you were playing a different instrument. These are flutes that I make that are are based on the style of Native American flutes. Oh, Mm. and you made them? Yeah. Well, you're pretty clever. Oh, well, kind of. (laughs) (laughs) I really like the way they sounded. Yeah. Yeah, it's different from the guitar, isn't it? A bit different to the guitar, for sure. Mmm. A sound that might be as sweet, like strawberries to your ears. Mm. Oh, who puts strawberries in their ears? No, I didn't mean literally, <laughs> Bat Lamb. You can't put strawberries in your ears. It's not a good idea to put anything other than air and sound in your ears. Oh, yeah. <laughs> have we got any of those strawberries? No, but maybe we could go out in the garden and have a look. Okay, let's go and have a look now. Okay then. Well, oh, it sounds like okay. that lamb and I are going out to the garden to see if we can find one of those strawberries, or maybe five or six or ten. <laughs> I love strawberries. All right. We'll see you next time. Bye. Mate, well, see you later. Mm.
Thank you for joining us today. If you'd like to be part of our podcasts, you can join the Bat Cave or support us by purchasing books and audios from our website, www.imagined-worlds.net.